you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing with Digest. I'm Stephanie Sloan, Editorial Director, here with Mara Levinsky, Senior Editor. Hi, everyone. So, Mara, uh, one of the most frequently asked questions I get when I tell people what I do is, do you watch the shows? Now, it's so funny to me because, like, yeah, of course we do, because how would we do our jobs? But actors have also asked me that, and I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, (laughs) they're surprised when I'm up to date on stories. I don't know if you get that, too. I absolutely do. But, you know, you and I don't just watch the shows. We discuss the many ins and outs of them, Mm -hmm. like, throughout the day. And, and so, into the evening. And into the evening <laughs> sometimes. Yes, yep. yes, that's true. On the weekends, walking <laughs> on the street. Um, and case in point, like on a recent B&B episode, um, so Wyatt told Liam that Flo knew him better than anyone else in the world. And, you know, it gave me pause for a second because I thought, she does. <laughs> you know, and then I talked to you about it and I realized that, yes, it's entirely possible that she does because really Wyatt has a history that we are unaware of. This is a character who came to the canvas in 2013 as a guy in his 20s and had a whole life experience before we ever met him. And, you know, that's why I feel that the introduction of Flo has worked so well in this story because it's entirely plausible that she existed and we wouldn't have known about her. Yeah, Wyatt was a blank slate. And so filling it you know, in with flow, if you will, doesn't really contradict anything that we knew about him previously. At the same time, I still find it it like a little bit of a hard sell or at least a little bit ripe for the loving mocking that we sometimes do with our shows as fans. Um, that the person who knows Wyatt better than anyone in the world is someone who we never mentioned on air in the six or seven years that we've known him. <laughs> You made the point to me that Wyatt could have told any one of his many B&B paramours all about flow and conversations that took place off screen, which mm-hmm. is totally fair. But I have the same sort of like, really, Bell, go off in my head over Shauna being Quinn's best friend. I'm just saying if I got married to a forester and didn't invite my best friend to the wedding, I would be in deep trouble with said <laughs> best friend. But, you know, I think those are the kind of things that you do have to let go because, like, maybe Quinn wanted to leave her life in Vegas in the past when she met Eric. Perhaps she and Shauna had lost touch. You know, I'm sure you have friends who you may not speak to all the time, but when you see them, it's like you talked yesterday. And plus, Eric and Quinn got married with, like, three people in the Forrester house. Um, there didn't seem to be any non-family <laughs> members there or many family members who approved of their union for that matter, (laughs) as I recall. Um, But I feel like a rewrite like this one is, you know, you can overlook as opposed to a situation 
you know, with like with the dearly departed Stefan Demera on Days of Our Lives. Um, because, you know, from Vivian's arrival on the show in 1992, it was clear that she wanted a child of her own, even claiming Nikki was hers until he was proven to be Carly and Lawrence's. Now, if she had actually given birth to a son, it's hard to believe it took us 26 years to hear about it. Yeah, I- I think as soap viewers, we are constantly judging on a sliding scale of the absurd, right? <laughs> like from the weest raise of an eyebrow to an outright like, okay, this is ridiculous. Uh-huh. Um, and kids that people forgot to mention having is such a tried and true like thing in daytime. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to scoff at it. Right. Your Vivian point is a great one. And maybe I'm digressing just a little bit, but... Like Obrecht on GH was obsessively in love with Faison and ashamed that she had borne him a daughter, Brit, and not a son, which he coveted. And then when the show decided later on to make Faison Nathan's father, we were just supposed to forget that whole thing that we've just seen play out on screen a few years earlier. You know, I guess my point is that it is a lot easier on the audience when a show plays fast and loose with off-screen history mm-hmm. than with on-screen history. Um, if we were to suddenly meet, like, Brooks never before mentioned high school sweetheart on B&B coming in to make a play to win her away from Ridge. That would be harder to swallow than the Flo Wyatt scenario because we've seen Brooke with our own eyes since 1987. Right. And I'm sure that's part of the temptation for writers to keep bringing in new characters because they are such blank slates and you aren't encumbered by the years or decades of history that so many of the characters on the canvases today have. And I totally get it. But, you know, back to Wyatt for a moment. In theory, you could do the same with Liam. I mean, he's another quote-unquote newer character whose life before adulthood has never been explored because he showed up as Bill's 20-something son in 2010. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a whole history he could potentially have to mine. Uh, Like, did his mother Kelly have siblings? Did he have a high school sweetheart? I mean, it's not as though Brad Bell hasn't found plenty for Liam to do, but we're talking about two very successful newer characters in the Spencer Boys that provide a lot of opportunity for the writing team at B&B. Uh, I see your point for sure, but I have to say that I don't think my heart can handle the idea of Liam and yet another love triangle. (laughs) So I'm going to go on record by saying that I hope he did not have a high school sweetheart. (laughs) But by all means, bring on Kelly's siblings. I've got no objection there. (laughs) Well, our guest today is Darren Brooks, who plays Wyatt on B&B, and he has a lot going on both off screen and on. Um, He is a new dad, and Wyatt is in the thick of yet another romantic Mm -hmm. entanglement. Um, So let's get him on the phone to talk about everything he's got going on. Hi, Darren. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good, good. Well, we are so excited you're joining us today. There is so much to talk to you about. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. On screen and off. Yeah, yeah. Lots lots going on over here in the Brooks household. (laughs) Indeed. Okay, well, let's start with Wyatt. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So now he's never really lacked for, like, the company of a beautiful woman, and there are two two right now in his orbit. So first tell us about reteaming with Courtney Hope and um, what's it been like just to have Sally and Wyatt back together? Um, It's been great. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, for a little while she was off the canvas canvas there for a little bit, and then they, they kind of paired us up together. Um, in uh, the beginning of the hope and, and I mean the, the beginning of the Sally and 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 Wyatt storyline and everything. Um, and it was great. You know, we we hit it off and jumped into it, and and um, you know, we had a lot of fun kind of starting out this uh, Wyatt and Sally. Um, I think we call them the sort of like the castaways. You know, in, <laughs> in the beginning of the the, the storyline. You know, um their relationship, you know, the two people that were kind of cast aside and put back, you know, kind of put together. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think uh, about them as a couple? Like, do you think that they're a good match? Yeah, I think there's a lot of good. <clears throat> I think there's a good. They're good sort of qualities between the two of them. Like I said, they they kind of have that commonality of, you know, um, sort of being cast aside from their former people, former lovers, you know, whatnot. I mean, you, you know, were with dumped, Sally, I was, was dumped. Well, I mean, why it's been dumped by everybody. Let's face <laughs> it. All right. Let's let's that's just he's always second fiddle to Liam. I mean, it just kind of sucks. Um, but uh, um, but for Sally, yeah, I mean, I think the whole thing with Thomas and and um, uh, before Thomas came back on, and, you know, uh, in the picture, you know, um, uh, the whole story was that he just kind of left her and she came back to town. And, and obviously the, the, the first couple of scenes with Wyatt and Sally involved a gun at his place, you know, and all that. So, um, it was, uh, it was a fun time, kind of a fun opening for those two mm-hmm. characters, you know? Oh, for sure. Um, but, uh, but I do think there's a lot of good qualities between the two of them. I think there's, you know, they both, you know, go after things and go after what they want. And, um, you know, why it's the kind of guy that kind of shoots first, ask questions later. And, and, and I think Sally kind of has a little bit of that quality as well. Um, you know, kind of just goes after things, you know, things that she wants and stuff like that. So I think there's a lot of good similarities between the two of them and that's what they kind of connect on. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the other woman on Wyatt's mind is Flo played by Katrina Bowden. So first tell yeah. us about your working relationship with her. Uh, Katrina's great. I mean, you know, she was, uh, you know, she was sort of, there was a group of people that came in for the casting and everything. And, and, um, she was kind of my pick, um, out of the, I think there were five, five different women and stuff that came in for the role. Um, and she was great. You know, I thought she had a, she had fun sass to her and, and, uh, you know, she had fun qualities, funny qualities and, and kind of sassy and stuff like that when we were, uh, doing the auditions and stuff. So, she was my, she was my pick and, and she's been great. You know, I think she kind of just jumped in head first into this character and, and, uh, all these episodes that they've been kind of throwing her way and, and, uh, um, she hit the ground running and she's, she's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, now did you watch 30 rock? I, you know, I didn't, I, everybody was saying she was on 30 rock and I still, I mean, sorry, but I need to watch it. I, I, I mean, I love comedies and, and all that. And I don't know why I, you know, maybe Kelly and I'll watch that tonight. Cause I, I wanted to see it. I just don't know why I haven't gotten around to, to sitting down and just kind of watching her episodes, but I heard she was super funny on that. So it was great. I mean, it's a modern classic. You got to get into it. I know. I know. There's a lot of things I haven't seen though, because <laughs> I mean, I still haven't watched all the episodes of Seinfeld or, or, uh, um, you know, Larry David's shows and all that stuff. I haven't seen a lot of things that are classics and I'm, I'm just terrible at getting back into it. Um, now when they brought the character of flow on, were you mm-hmm. excited that they were kind of deciding to fill in some of the blanks in Wyatt's backstory? Yeah, that was a huge thing for me. I, I, I thought it was a great idea when Brad first told me about it. He said, you know, we're going to have, you know, a, a high school sweetheart, you know, an ex-girlfriend of his come back into town. Um, I was very excited about it because, you know, we've been talking about that for years. I mean, you and I as well, you know, um, through interviews and stuff like that, I said, you know, we don't know a lot about Wyatt's past and Quinn's past and, and, you know, what type of people they were or, you know, the things that they got into when they were younger or relationships that they had and people that they knew. Um, so I was super excited when this kind of came, um, into fruition because, um, because I thought, you know, it's, it is, it's like a great kind of 
opening into Wyatt and, and Quinn's backstory um, and where they came from. And Las Vegas, I mean, that's kind of a, a cool little place to be from, I guess, you know, with all the things they got into. But uh, with Flo and, and um, Shauna, it's, it's, uh, it's been kind of a great little foursome for us. Well, it's kind of amazing that six years after you joined the show, you know, we're finally getting a glimpse into who Wyatt was before we first saw him. Right. Yeah. Naked in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's how he came. And we don't, (laughs) you know, besides Quinn, there really hasn't been a lot. So I think it's Mara and I were just talking about how incredible it is to just be able to mine that from a character because, you know, you're like a blank slate in a sense before Wyatt came to town. Right. And I think you can, I think there's a lot more to, to, to look into as well. You know, I mean, we just kind of scratched the surface, I think with Flo and Shauna, I mean, not just like people in their past, but like, you know, you could still kind of delve into why we had to leave abruptly in the middle of the night. I mean, we still kind of, we vaguely talk about it in conversations, but I don't think we've ever really stated what exactly happened and in detail of what happened and why they had to leave and what trouble they got into and stuff like that. So, I mean, that could be kind of a fun story too. If, if, um, if, uh, if, you know, Brad and them want to delve more into that as well. Um, uh, but, uh, it's kind of a rich history, you know, there's the, you could, you could talk about anything really. You can kind of make it up, like you said, like a blank slate, a blank canvas, you know, you can kind of just talk about a lot of it or even show kind of in flashbacks too. I, I loved what they did with Quinn, you know, talking about her childhood, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe there's something there too, that could be kind of fun, but there's kind of a, there's, it's kind of like you can do whatever you want really, you know? Right. I mean, does Wyatt even have grandparents? We don't. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Where are they? You know <laughs> what I mean? And and what are they doing? Are they sitting at a slot machine in Vegas? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know. And yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, they are. Yes. <laughs> um, so We've, we've, you know, had some chuckles about Wyatt and his romantic uh, permutations. He seems to fall in love awfully quickly. Um, <laughs> if there's a woman on the canvas besides Brooke who he hasn't been with, I would be surprised. I, I think we've, we're doing the math on that right. Why do you think Wyatt can't find the one? <laughs> well, I think for starters, when I first started, when he first started on, the, you know, the show and everything, I, I think it's more like, he kept going after his brother's girlfriends, and then that's that's just not that's just a recipe for disaster right there. Um, he really hasn't but, learned that lesson. <laughs> no, he hasn't. You know, he just keeps going after them. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I guess if I could kind of, I mean, I don't know if I could nail it down to one thing. It's just to, he he goes after what he wants, like I said, and I mean, a lot of times, I you know, he goes all in before he learns everything about people or knows everything about people or, or, you know, whatever. I I think that, you know, it could be a good thing and a bad thing, I guess, giving all of yourself right away and, and to each person. And I don't, I don't know, maybe there's, maybe there's something to that as well, where it just kind of, you know, he loves really quickly and really passionately, but then, you know, something happens or, or whatever. And maybe it's not the right match, you know what I mean? As opposed to like taking it slow, why it doesn't like to take it slow. Let's face it. He does not. Well, also, you really can't on a half-hour show. 
No, you like, can't. You kind of got to move that along. Go. Yeah, you kind of got to just get it done. You have you know 18 I mean? minutes to tell that story every <laughs> day. There's no time it. for like too much nuance. Um, yeah. So uh, tell us what it was like to be part of the um, Beth Phoebe baby switch story. Because that like dominated oh. the canvas for so much of the year. Yeah, it was. that was a huge story. It was a great story. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, yeah, I've been there for six years. We haven't done like a baby switch. We haven't done like a big kind of yeah, baby switch story thing like that. And, and it was kind of a first for me. Cause I think when we always on days too, I don't remember, I don't think we did any kind of baby switch type of deal over there too. So this was kind of a cool story and just kind of dealing with the relationships of that, you know, with, you know, Wyatt and his brother and, and his dad and his ex, you know, high school sweetheart, his ex love and the girl he currently loves. Like there's a lot going on, I think for Wyatt, um, emotionally as well. And, um, uh, I thought it was just, a, it was a great story. It was a fun kind of thrilling story. I think, you know, you know, sometimes it kind of took a, you know, a long time to, to, to get some things to kind of happen. But then once it did, I, you know, I remember seeing the episode with, uh, um, Thomas and, and Liam and everybody up on the roof of, you know, CBS or, uh, Forrester or wherever it was, you know, and I was just like, this is a, such a, it's a, such a cool episode, you mm-hmm. know, such a great, great story. And just kind of how they kind of tied it all together. And just this epic moment on the the helicopter pad, you know, up on the rooftop, I just thought it was beautifully shot. And just, it, it, I, I don't know. I thought it was kind of fun, you know, it was kind of different, but it was a fun, um, it was definitely a fun episode and a fun story, um, to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, so on, Yesterday's episode, Liam and Wyatt were chatting in that Forrester, like, sub-office, like the second office that everybody uses. So, like— Oh, yeah, the drafting room or yeah, whatever, the, yeah. the, the drafting closet. Interns go in there. Everyone goes in there. So, like, what is Wyatt's current job? Uh, <laughs> um, he's uh, He works with uh, his dad over at Spencer, I think. Uh-huh. Like, why are the Spencer boys both at Forrester right now? (laughs) That's just the thing. It's one of the two. You know, we kind of have, we lead double lives. What can I say? Um, I think, yeah, because what is it? I think think Liam's over there right now. Liam is, I don't even know what Liam's doing there, but I was going to visit him, I think, and he's in that, the closet where everything happens. Um, But didn't Wyatt get his own office at Spencer recently? Yeah, so he, I I mean, I kind of think it as... Yeah, he's got his own office. He's 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 doing <laughs> really, the day to day. You're really over moving there. on up. Hey, I'll take it. Look, I mean, Wyatt's got to do something. You know what I mean? He, he's got to he's got to be put to work somehow. I feel um, like there's never just... been a second office at Spencer. I was like, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think back in the day when I first started, I think Liam had his office right because mm-hmm. he was over there doing that. So I, I kind of take it as like. His office kind too. Of doing, yeah. yeah, why it's kind of doing Liam's job right now, you know, until <laughs> until Bill has a change of heart and, and why it does something stupid and then that's it. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah, he's moving on up in the world and and he's he's a businessman and I know they're putting me in a lot more suits lately, so they want me to be a little more uh, uh, looking good and dapper. And I was like, hey, I'll take it. I I love wearing suits. <laughs> it's always nice when you get a wardrobe upgrade. Yeah, you know what I mean? As opposed to just plaid shirts that I've been wearing for years. I think, you know, the rustic, uh, brawny man type look has is, is retired for a little while, which is nice. 
And suits are also, you know, some might say an upgrade from being shirtless, which you've also done a fair amount of oh, on the show. Uh, yeah. Uh, listen, you go from one extreme to the other. You're either not wearing any clothes or you're wearing three layers, three piece suits. <laughs> I mean, you can't have you can't have an in between, I guess. You know, it's it's fashion. It's bold. It's beautiful. You know, <laughs> that's funny. Um, well, <laughs> I would love to talk about Wyatt's relationship with Quinn um, mm. at this stage. How would you describe it? And tell us about working with Rena. Rena. I love Rena. Um, <clears throat> you know. Wyatt's relationship with, with Quinn is, is, it's, it's very funny. Uh, Rena and I always joke that, um, Quinn is Wyatt's first love. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just a fun joke that we have, uh, just this overbearing mother. Um, she gets into everything. She has an opinion on everything and why it just can't take it. But I think it's just, I think it's kind of nice, um, the relationship they have, because it's, it's, you know, it's real. I think a lot of people can have that overbearing parent and that relationship where they're just meddling and everything and asking questions about everything and, you know, talking about everything when the, the, you know, the, uh, the child doesn't want to talk about anything with said overbearing parent. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's kind of the fun, the fun part that Quinn and I, or Rena and I, when we started on the show, you know, we really wanted to do that because there wasn't really that kind of a relationship on the show that we saw. And we kind of took that opportunity because we wanted it to be just something different and fun and, and, um, sarcastic. And I mean, Rena is, she's so funny. And like, you know, when we get in those scenes, you know, she makes some awesome bold choices. And I, I love that. Cause I get to, I get to play off something else, you know, too. And, you know, we always, we just have a good time, you know, and, and, um, I, I love when they write, you know, Quinn and, and Wyatt scenes because there's, there's, uh, there's just so much that we can play with it. And, and, there's a lot of fun. And, and like I said, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I wish, I mean, I wish we could do more of that stuff too, because she's just, she's so good at being that, um, character, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a fun time. Yeah. Um, I also love his relationship, uh, Wyatt's relationship with Bill. So talk about your relationship with Don. Don, <laughs> Don's great. Don, I like Don is, you know, he's, he's, <laughs> he's a big personality. Um, but he's, he's great. He's the day, you know, he's, he's got six boys, you know, he technically has eight with Scott and I, you know, he treats <laughs> us like one of his, one of his own, you know, he's always asking about, you know, Kelly and he's asking about, you know, Scott and Ford. And, you know, he's, he, he is kind of like, he's this dad that we have, sort of, you know, grown to love on the show and, and off, you know, he's, he's, uh, um, he's a good dude, you know, and, and he cares about his job and he cares about us and he cares about everybody there, you know? Um, um, and it's fun. It's sort of the same thing, you know, with kind of the Quinn Wyatt scenes, you know, um, Bill can be overbearing and stuff as well. You know, he's, he's, he's not as, I guess, um, he's not as sort of he's opinionated, but he's not as opinionated as Quinn. I would say like Quinn and Wyatt, because they've been together nonstop for his whole life. I think she has more of that. Um, you know, we kind of play that a little more and then Bill's still trying to navigate 
a tiny bit of how to deal with his sons and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. because he had all that missing time. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I love working with Don too, you know, when it, when it's Don and, you know, me and Don or, or Scott, me and Don in a scene, you know, we always try and find some fun stuff or quips or quirks or like, you know, things we can kind of rag on each other and, mm-hmm. you know, call each other out on. So, I, you know, I, I, again, it's like those kind of relationships that I hope the audience gets to kind of like see a lot of those jokes and the fun moments and laugh at us while we laugh at ourselves, you know? Oh, I think so. I think that dynamic definitely comes across. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're really happy about that when we get to have those kinds of scenes. You know, we always just joke around and just, you know, we come up with things on the fly. And sometimes they get put in, sometimes they might be a little too much. And they're like, uh, we got to tone that down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Well, we have a lot to talk to you about your real life as well. Um, oh, yeah. So away from B&B, much like Wyatt, you are surrounded by some pretty fantastic ladies. Your wife, Kelly hmm. Kruger, who daytime mm-hmm. fans know as YNR's Mac and uh, publicist Eva on B&B and your brand new baby girl, Everly Jolie, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just joined you on September 22nd. So first of all, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, so I want to know first, like what your reaction was to finding out that you were having a daughter. <laughs> when I was having a daughter, I said, "Hold, I mean, can I swear on here? I don't know if I can or not, but you could bleep me. We Holy bleep shit, is what I said. Uh, no, I was excited. I was really excited because, I, you know, I, 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 I only had, I had an older brother growing up, you know, and it was, it was me, my brother, my dad against my mom. And my mom was always over, you know, she was outnumbered and we would always pick on her and, you know, all that stuff growing up. So I never had a sister or sort of that female dynamic. Um, so when we found out we were having a daughter, I was actually super excited. I was like, this is going to be interesting because I got to learn how to interact with this now. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, um, you know, it was crazy. You know, we, we, it took us a little while to, to, you know, get pregnant and everything. And, and, you know, sometimes you don't realize it, but you put a lot of pressure on, doing that. Um, and, and, and some people can have a hard time getting pregnant. And, and I, I truly believe that it has to do with, you know, stress sometimes and, and pressure and overthinking things and, you know, worrying if it's you or if it's the, your partner or if it's this and that. And so there was a lot kind of going into that. And then when we found out we were pregnant, we were super happy, found out it was a girl. I was, you know, over the moon about that. And, um, um, you know, this whole process of Kelly being pregnant too, that was, that had, uh, you know, it's ups and downs as well, but all in all up, you know, um, it was kind of a great journey, you know, and, and just kind of watching Kelly go through the process, you know, cause it's her body and things that are changing, like on the fly every minute, you're like, holy shit again, sorry, they got to be bleeped again. Um, <laughs> just like your but, Emmy speech. Uh, it's, we're used I, listen, to it, Darren. It's, it's my personality. I apologize. <laughs> uh, okay. I swear like a trucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, and then all this past year and all the things that we've done been through and, and, um, it's just been amazing. And, and all of a sudden, you know, on the 22nd, you have this baby and it's like, like that's it you're you're a, a parent now <laughs> apparently um it's crazy i mean even kelly and i were talking this morning we were sitting there as i was i was feeding her um a, you know a bottle and um and uh she looked over she's like 
can you believe we're parents? Like, has it hit you yet? <laughs> and I'm like, it's been two weeks. Like, yes, but no. But like, it's crazy. You know, we have this thing now. They send you off and they're like, oh yeah, here's your kid. That's it. Go go be a parent now. And you're like, wait, what? Wait, no, how, do, how do I do this? Um, and you just kind of navigate it. Um, so now before Kelly had the baby, um, how nervous were you about the birth itself? I wasn't just because I know she's a, she's a tough cookie. You know, Kelly is a tough cookie. She's been through a lot in her life and stuff like that. But she's just a super strong um, woman, you know, mentally and physically. And, and I was just like, you know, excited. I, I think there were, you know, I think she had a little fears going into it, you know, but she was, I mean, all in all, I think we were kind of both just like, okay, let's just do this. I think you know, cause she went full term, you know, she wasn't early, she wasn't late. And, and, um, I think she was at that point kind of going, all right, let's, let's get this, let's get this going. I want to, you know, let's yeah, get her out of here. You know, great and all, but I'm good with the nine months. <laughs> exactly. Like, I think I'm okay with 40 weeks. Let's get, let's get her out, you know? So, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, um, that was, um, it was just great. I mean, I, 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 you know, once there weren't really a whole lot of fears, um, I think maybe there was a small one that maybe our life would change. Obviously everybody comes up and tells you all their fears. They're always like, Oh, your life changes or, Oh, you're never going to sleep again or blah, 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 blah. And, and I, I, you know, I, I hate when people do that though, too. Cause you know, a lot of people will come in and they'll, they'll tell you all their worst stories and we're like, well, we haven't experienced it yet. So don't, 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 yeah, don't, don't tell us it. the negative. <laughs> yeah. God, it's going to be great. Like who knows? She might sleep through the night, which actually, um, there's been several nights lately where she's slept like from one o'clock till six, seven AM, like six hours. And we're like, geez, is that is that okay? Is she allowed to do that? I don't know. Um and people are like, wait, she does that? That's amazing. Like, cool, great. Right. Uh, See, you know, don't it's, be it's, spoiling it before the baby yeah, comes. Like God, everybody with all your negativity. Shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's um but it's great, you know. Um but, you know, I think we promised to each other, too. We said, you know, let's let's just make sure that it's like, yes, we have a kid. And yes, she has a lot of priority and a lot of things. But at the end of the day, you know, I always tell Kelly, too, I'm like, you're you're my first priority. Like, remember, this baby's only going to be with us for 18 years and then she's out. Like, I'm kicking <laughs> her out at that point. You know, she's got to go. Um, so you and I are stuck together for 40 years, 50 years. She's only here for 18. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, so we'll see, you know, let's see if I stick to that as well. I mean, obviously it's daddy's little girl, so we'll see. That's really funny. Um, but now that the pregnancy is over, do you look back on it as like, you feel like you held it together? Did you, did you get sympathy craving, sympathy weight gain? How rate, rate the experience as, you know, partner and, and bystander <laughs> partner and bystander. Well, through the whole process, you know, uh, her cravings and stuff changed. Um, you know, I think first trimester she was eaten, you know, she was craving a lot of <laughs> mac and cheese and chicken tenders. And, <laughs> and I was all for that. I mean, that's just <laughs> childhood comfort food right there. I'm like, I'll have all the all the macaroni and cheese you, you can eat. Let's do it. Um, and then I think <clears throat> toward the end of the pregnancy, she was craving, you know, well, not toward the end. I th I'd say toward the, through the whole thing too, she was craving a lot of Mexican food, which is my favorite. Um, and she doesn't really, she likes 
Chinese and, and, and sushi, you know, that's her thing. But she, she wasn't really craving that. She was craving like Mexican food, which is my favorite. And then also like, um, uh, like cookies and sweets and stuff, which she doesn't normally eat. She likes salty chips. I like sweets. So it's like, she's like, this is definitely your kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and I was like, Hey, listen, that's it. You're outnumbered. So let's just bake some cookies and let's, <laughs> let's go to town. That's what I read. Um, you know, I was fine with it. Um, and, uh, um, and now I think she's kind of getting back to normal. She's like, stop buying cookies. You can't, I can't do this anymore. Your free pass so is over. It's over, you know, until I think until little Everly starts voicing that she wants cookies and then, you know, maybe then, then I can kind of, uh, have my little partner in crime, but, uh, um, but yeah, I had sympathy cravings that, you know, certain things that she was eating. I'd be like, yeah, okay, all four. There were certain things I was like, you're definitely pregnant. This is crazy where you've mixed, <laughs> you know, pickles and hummus and, and, and cookies and whatnot. It was just kind of strange combinations at certain times, but you know, uh, but it was fun. It was fun seeing her go through that process and, and, you know, doing it with her. Well, you were very open and candid um, in a joint interview that we did with Kelly and you about the struggles that you did have to conceive. So tell us yeah. what the moment was like when you actually <laughs> laid eyes on Everly for the first time. <laughs> it was it was surreal. It was like, you know, she's I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I, I mean, I can probably tell you this, but Kelly, you know, toward the end of pushing and everything, she pulled her out. You know, she was like, I want to pull her out. Ever since I saw that episode of the Kardashians, I want to reach down and I want to pull her out at the end. Um, and the doctor was like, okay, let's do this. So she pulled her out and put her on her chest and everything. And it was just like, what is happening? I, I guess it was just that, that moment of, it happened so quickly too. It's not like a, you know, a 30 minute process. It's like, he was like, reach down. And she's like, what? And he's like, pull her out. And she reached down, pulled her out and put her on her chest. It was like 20 sec, 10 seconds, 20 seconds. And you're like, what the hell just happened? Now we have a kid. Um, and you brought and her you here. See her, yeah. And you pulled her and you pulled her damn ass out. Um, and, uh, you know, she's crying and there, you know, there's four or five people kind of working on her, but she's just lying on her chest and you're just kind of looking at this thing going, wow. Like we, we made that. Um, and, uh, holy crap look at all that hair she has a lot um, of hair she's got a lot of hair a lot of hair and it's more than daddy has and it's like <laughs> i don't understand how you got that but kelly had a lot of hair when she was born so um uh we look back at some of the uh baby pictures that we have of her and her and i and and i was this blonde toe head but there wasn't a whole lot of hair and she had this dark full head of hair um so we know who got, we know she got her genes, which is nice. Um, <laughs> Your palate, uh, Kelly's hair. Fine with me. Yes, I'm <laughs> fine with that. Um, but, uh, um, but yeah, you know, look at her and she's, she's gorgeous. You know, she's just, they, they tell you everything changes, you know, as a, as a father, you see your old daughter and everything changes. And, and it really kind of did. I looked at her and I was going, holy crap, like she's beautiful, you know? Aww. Now I know it's only been a couple of weeks, but. Uh, how have the two of you been adjusting to the lifestyle change of having a newborn to take care of? <laughs> how, how have we been adjusting? That's that's exactly the way to do it because she's got her own schedule. Everly, she gets up whenever she wants. She eats whenever she wants. She poops whenever she wants. And guess what? 
I got to deal with that. <laughs> I, I, you just, you just go with it. You know, um, we, um, we're dealing with it. I mean, it's, it's, it's not that bad. I mean, everybody kind of, like I said, they tell you their horror stories of, of babies not sleeping and everything. And I'm going, yeah, there were a couple of nights where it's like, you know, she wouldn't necessarily sleep. And then we kind of looked at it, took a step back and looked at it. And we were like, there was this period from 11 PM to 3 AM where for a couple of nights in a row where she would just get up and want to eat, you know, she'd cry and she want to eat and she, she wouldn't want to go to sleep, but she would just want to eat the whole time. And looking back, Kelly was like, this is what it was like the last like tail end of the pregnancy. She'd, we'd be going to bed at 11 PM and watching the news or something like that, or friends or whatever was on. And, um, not 30 rock, she's, not, not 30 rock. I'm sorry, Katrina. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, it, she, like she, she said that she'd be in there at 11 PM when we were watching shows at 11, you know, at 11 o'clock and she'd be doing Pilates in there. And she's like, I don't know what you're doing in there, but she's <laughs> like moving around like no, nobody's business. So we kind of, knew that that was kind of her schedule that she was going to be on. And, um, you know, somebody told us, you know, sleep when she sleeps. And that's what we've been trying to do is just sleep when she sleeps and be up when she's up. And, and, but all in all, like at nighttime, she's been a pretty good baby. Um, trying to like stay on that three hour schedule of feeding and, and whatnot. Um, um, and a couple of nights we've been able to sleep like five, six hours. So hmm. it's, a uh, um, uh, we're getting there. I think it's, it's, she's a really good baby, apparently. <laughs> Thumbs well, that's up. good. Um, now, yeah. how are the dogs doing with their new little one in the house? Their little sibling? Um, they're good. I, I think Charlie is kind of, you know, she's the older boxer. She's, what is she, almost 15. She's, uh, um, she's a little protective, you know, of, of Kelly and baby because, chance the little one you know the new one is is he's just he's such a little boy but i don't think he's neither of them are threatened by her being here you know we kind of really made that point and um you know we were in the hospital we had her mom take um little everly's hat you know we had a hat uh, after the first day um uh with her smell on it and had her mom take it here to give um uh, two pieces. We had two pieces of clothes. There was a hat and there was something else, but we gave them two pieces to put in their, their beds to sleep with that first night before we came home so that the dogs could kind of like smell her and get that smell and know that there's something here. Um, and that's something that is going to be in this house, you know? Um, but they've both been really good. I mean, they're both like, you know, Charlie's super gentle with her. Chance is not. Chance just wants to play he's and jump so on her and jump on her. Yeah, he's real, he's, real cute. <laughs> he, he's literally, if I could describe him and his personality, he's the little brother you wish you never had. <laughs> he just, he just wants to play. He wants to poke you with his nose. He wants to growl at you and bark at you and run around the house like a crazy person um, until you really like put him in the corner and tell him he's timeout. You know what I mean? Um, but he's a good, but he's a good dog. He's a great guard dog. He's a good dog. He's very sweet. It's just, he gets these little moments right after he eats where he just needs to get, he, he's, he's just so hyper. And for like an hour, we have to just like tire his ass out. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but all in all, the both dogs have been very good with, with Everly and, and, you know, gentle with her and they're not threatened and they're protective. And the, it, the, I think they realize it's like, all right, well, we're a party of five now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Now, has anyone yeah. from B and B met the baby yet? Um, 
No, we, we haven't yet just because, you know, I guess there's sort of like that, uh, you know, our doctor and everybody kind of said there's a little bit of that incubation period of, you know, like 20 days or so. They're kind of like, just kind of chill with her and be with her. And, you know, you don't want a whole lot of people coming in and out of the house just in case, you know, people are sick and colds and I guess, you know, flu Germs. seasons around the yeah. corner. Yeah. They're just kind of like, just, just chill with her and, and, you know, just be with her and stuff. So we've kind of been, we've kind of been hunkered down here at the house. Um, you know, uh, people from B and B we've sent some pictures to and stuff like that. Um, but nobody's really met her in person yet. Um, uh, I think Katrina might be coming over today, but I'm not sure. Um, and, uh, you know, basically to watch just 30 start... rock with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, basically us some selections of my favorite shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to put on 30 rock and <laughs> she can hold the baby and Kelly and I can watch 30 rock. So, and, I'll and come in full circle here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Katrina can change a diaper and feed her and we'll just have a little day off. So it'd be perfect. <laughs> well, if you were to bring her to work, who do you think <laughs> is going to like be pushing other people aside to get first dibs on that baby. Oh God. I, I do believe it's going to be Dawn and Torsten. Aww. Actually, I think that I think Dawn and Torsten are the two that are going to fight it out because Torsten, <laughs> Torsten has been texting me a lot lately and just checking in on us. And he's just, he's been super Papa bear, um, That's uh, so you cute. know, about Sweet. us. Yeah. I mean, when, when, you know, when we, she was started going to, to contractions, uh, we had a photo shoot at, at work and I had to leave early. Cause I was like, I don't know. I think, are we in, I don't know. We might be in this. We might not. And that was on Wednesday. Um, but she didn't go into labor until like, you know, we didn't go until Friday, Saturday. Um, so he had literally text every day. He's like, do we have a baby yet? Where's our baby? Is our baby here yet? You know? <laughs> um, so actually I do think Torsten's probably going to be like, Oh God, I, you know, pushing people aside to, to hold her and grab her. You know what I mean? So I think that'll probably be the two uh, the two alpha males there fighting over it. I, I would like to formally request an Insta story. Oh, yeah. documenting <laughs> that this. First you definitely yes. need to document that for everybody. I, I know. I think I think it'll be actually it'll be a fun thing to document. I, I'll definitely have to do it. That's a good idea. Now, what about your family? They're in Hawaii. So, who's gonna are they gonna come to you? You are you eventually gonna go to them? Well, no. So they, so they were the only ones we kind of had, um, come out, you know, Kelly's family, my family, we've, we've slowly kind of had them, them, you know, come over and, and, you know, meet her and everything. Um, my parents and my brother, both flew, all three of them flew out from Hawaii. Um, and, uh, they were here for two weeks, um, sort of around the birth, you know, a couple of days before and, and, you know, for some time afterwards. And, uh, um, it was great. It was great having them, you know, they were, they were staying, um, they were staying with my aunt who, who lives in, you know, a little farther away, but, but at least close enough that, you know, they were like, well, if you want us to come over, let us come over. And if you don't want us, don't, you know, we're fine. Just let us know when you need us. Um, so they were kind of cool about that. Um, but our, both our moms, her mom and my mom are both like, you know, super over the moon about having a little granddaughter, you know, Kelly's mom, you know, already has a, a grandson with, um, you know, her brother and all that. Um, but then, you know, having a little granddaughter, it's, I think it's just interesting, you know, to kind of watch them interact together too. Cause I think she's super excited, but my mom, especially my mom was like, my mom has been hounding us for years. Like, when are you having a kid? Like, you know, do, does your father, do your father and I need to show you how to do it? And I'd say, mom, that's gross. I don't ever yes. want to hear that out of your mouth ever again. Um, but, uh, but, uh, she's super excited. I mean, she, you know, she was chomping at the bed as soon as she 
found out that we had the baby and everything. So they came to the hospital and they, you know, saw her for the first time, but they didn't hold her until, you know, we got home. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, it was great. You know, I think my, they're both super excited and, and, uh, um, my dad and my brother left, but my mom, like right afterwards, I guess she'd been planning a road trip. So she's, she's on a road trip right now up in Oregon. And then she's coming back to get one last fix before she flies home to Hawaii. So very nice. I'm scared yeah. to imagine how many stuffed animals are being purchased. On this road you trip. have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, and she, you know, one thing we asked her too is, you know, we have the nursery and everything and, and, you know, above her crib, we saved sort of a blank wall. Um, and my mom, obviously she's an artist, you know, and she painted, um, I don't know if I ever showed you Steph. There was a, there was a painting that my mom made of our proposal of Paris. Oh, no. That was a, a, that was sort of a wedding gift to us is she, she, took a photograph of the proposal with the Eiffel tower in the background. And she, she painted a, um, a painting of our proposal, you know, off a photo. So that's in our living room here. Um, yeah. So we, we kind of said, you know, can, can you do something in the nursery here, you know, as sort of like, a um, you know, a a little painting for Everly. And she was like, of course, you know, so. Of Kelly pulling um, the baby out. Yeah, basically, it's it's a it's a picture of Kelly pulling the baby out. There's placenta everywhere, um, or no ambiotic fluid, whatever the term is. Um, but uh, no, it's it's like this really beautiful, like little French country with the Eiffel Tower thing in the background and her name, Everly Jolie, on the wall. It's it's actually like super cute. It's oh, it's uh, and she was just happy to do it. Yeah, I bet that's darling. Wow. Yeah. We are just so happy for you. And thanks, guys. Thank you. And look forward to your Instagram posts because we cannot get enough photos. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, <laughs> falling down on the job a little. So, you know, take, I know we need to take I, some new I, pictures, I, guys. I think they I actually know. say post while the baby sleeps. <laughs> uh, yeah, is that what the thing that's the term is? That, <laughs> yeah. You know, don't sleep while the baby sleeps. Yeah, post, post while the that's baby the time to post all your yeah. photos. It sounded similar. It sounded like I might have gotten something messed up. You're right. You're right. Um, there's actually some cute photos of us like sleeping, like Kelly and the baby sleeping. I caught a candid mm-hmm. when I woke up and they're like in the same position. Yes, that was so Kelly, cute. Kelly got a Sweet. candid at me with our arms up and I was going, oh, geez. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there's some really funny, cute photos, but, you know, it's it's. You know, we'll we'll post some more stuff here pretty soon. Okay, well, good. We're just teasing you. We tease, we tease. Well, um, no, I know. (laughs) Thank you for joining us, especially during this, you know, very exciting time for you. And um, no, of course, we will talk. Thank you you guys for having me. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I mean, it was was fun time. You know what I mean? Yeah, we We do. We We had fun too, Darren. Send our love (laughs) to Kelly. Yeah, you guys got a a kick and show over here. I dig it. I dig it. (laughs) That's right. We're fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, you guys. Yeah, best our best to Kelly. Okay, I will. All right, talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Darren Brooks for being our guest. If you like this podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to pick up a new issue on sale now and come back next week for another podcast. Podcast.